As a side note, uh, Father, uh, obviously being from Senegal, I, I do want to tell you an amazing statistic. I don't know how aware you are of this. Uh, there are 1.3 billion Catholics in the world. There's about 78 million in the U.S. Uh, but get this, 60% of all Catholic priests in the world come from Africa and China. 60% of Catholic priests in the entire world come from Africa or China. Uh, and that's an amazing thing. Uh, a lot of times when people ask, why, why don't we have many priests in the U.S.? I tend to think it's because we're rich and comfortable. And it's hard to remember how dependent on God we are when we're rich and we're comfortable. Um, but beyond that, it really ties in, I think, to our readings this week. And in case you didn't catch it, there is nothing subtle about them. In our first reading and in our gospel, God makes clear one of the ways we can get to hell is by lacking forgiveness. That's a great way to go there if that's your goal, yeah? Uh, and one of the things I think Catholics don't stand out for here, and we should, is we should be like, I don't know, maybe God, who is, as we heard, what? Kind, merciful, slow to anger, and compassionate. Now, I've got three out of those. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we want to strive for those four. I'm going to ask us to remember them. They are present in all of our readings. That God is kind. God is merciful. He's slow to anger. And he's rich in compassion. We want to be those four things because our God is. And I think some of the times we get in trouble because we're not quite sure what forgiveness is. Uh, you remember a few weeks ago, someone broke into our church and desecrated and vandalized. Well, yesterday, someone walked straight in and, and did it again in the middle of the day. Now, no desecrations, praise God, but we had some vandalism and some things got damaged. And when I say... We need to forgive. Do you know what the most common response is? It's not, gosh, thanks, Father. Right? It's, well, we need to punish them too. Sure. Absolutely. If, if they're caught, and they will be, we got cameras everywhere. Right? I know where you sleep. Um, oh, sorry. Was that out loud? Um, just kidding. We got cameras everywhere. And, but here's the key. Forgiveness doesn't preclude and doesn't leave out consequences. Forgiveness is not a reconciliation of the relationship. And forgiveness has nothing to do with our feelings. So we're going to talk about that because I think we got it mixed up. And since forgiveness is so important, we should probably know what it is. Forgiveness doesn't mean it's okay. Right? I'm sorry. It's okay. That accomplishes very little. All I'm sorry does is describe how you're feeling. And all I'm, it's okay means is it's not okay. Still hurts. Forgiveness, seeking forgiveness, giving forgiveness, is a recognition that a debt is owed. Emotional, spiritual, sometimes physical. And it's a releasing of that debt. It's saying to God who loves you, 
and who knows when you get hurt and he's your heavenly father and he remembers it. It's saying to God, don't collect that debt. Yeah, they hurt me, but don't collect that debt. And it's saying to yourself, I'm not going to collect that debt. Reconciliation is when two people were together to restore the relationship. Forgiveness, it's just you and God and maybe the other person. For us, when we are called to forgive each other, I think at core we need to remember that we've all had bad days. We need to be merciful to each other. Free the people around you from the tyranny of our expectations. You can't be perfect. And if you were, I would be out of a job. Yeah, I'd have to get a real one. Everyone here is broken. That's why we're here. And so whenever we're together, we're going to unintentionally hurt each other. Sometimes by neglect or carelessness. Other times it's a bad day. And I just pulled the pin and threw that verbal grenade. Huh? Can we say with mercy and compassion, I've been there. I know you didn't mean it. I forgive you. It's a really important thing to do because we're kind of quoting Jesus who, while we were killing him, while we were killing him, said, oh, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. He's making excuses for us while we're killing him. How can we not do the same for each other? And it doesn't mean you weren't hurt. It doesn't mean you still don't hurt. But it does mean that hurt is not going to be your master. What's going to be your master is the pledge to be kind and merciful, slow to anger and compassionate. That's what we're called to be. We need to free other people from the tyranny of our expectations that they always relate to us perfectly. And not only that, we need to free ourselves from our tyranny to our feelings. And I know I say this a lot, but it's because it's crazy important. We give way too much power to our feelings. I feel anger. <laughs> I better express it. Well, what if our anger is sinful? What if it's inappropriate? What if it's not helpful or, God forbid, what if we're wrong? I get angry all the time. I'm very good at it. But what I've learned to do slowly but surely, what I'm learning to do, is recognizing that every time I get angry, it's very simple. It's because I had an expectation and it didn't get met. And here's the question, folks. Was that a just expectation? That's the question that matters. And there is no justice in any of us requiring perfection of each other. Not at all. There is no justice in being cruel because somebody else was cruel. We forget, and people say this all the time, Father, the Bible says an eye for an eye. It does. It says it that it's an example of what not to do. But we don't read that part because that's quite inconvenient, isn't it? When God says an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, 
He's talking about the consequences of vengeance. He's not holding it up as the way to go. The way to go is like this. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. It is not a suggestion that we forgive. It is a requirement for heaven. And so we begin with this. Lord, I forgive so-and-so. Whoever it is. Lord, I forgive them. And the rest of it is a matter of prayer and training and disciplining our feelings. I feel that hurt from that past wound. Jesus, I give you that hurt. I feel that anger from that past wound. Jesus, I have forgiven them. And I'm going to act like I wish I felt. We ask God to forgive them. We forgive them. And then every day, as many times a day as we must, we train and discipline our feelings to deal with the anger and we give our hurt to Jesus. How often do we do this? As often as it takes. We refuse to give up because that's not giving up. The reason I think at core society seems to be getting worse and worse is because we put way too much stock in how we feel. We worship it. We obey it. I feel this, I act. My dog does the same thing. Yeah? And to be clear, I've never disciplined him once his entire life. It's not working out good for anybody. What makes us different, better than animals, is we can actually not do what we feel. We can do something that's the opposite of what we feel, and that makes us like God. So today, as we hear these mighty, terrifying words of Jesus, let's double down our commitment to be like Christ, who is kind, meaning he refuses to do unnecessary harm, who is merciful, meaning he forgives, who's slow to anger, meaning, and this one's tough, that he's slow to anger. I thought that was funny. And he's compassionate, meaning he hurts with us. This is what Jesus calls us to. This is what the world needs. And this is how saints are made. So let's pray for that grace. Let's fight for it. So that in all that we do and say, when we take our last breath on earth and people are standing around trying to describe us, they use words like kind, merciful, slow to anger, and compassionate. Amen.